everyone. Welcome to Breathe In. I have two guests with me and we're going to be discussing faith. This is going to be an insightful, inspirational topic and I will allow my guests to introduce themselves. Hi. Hello. Hi. Um, so my name is Rafara Sangweni. Yes, and uh, my name is Lynette Kebirunji. Thank you for having us on here. Oh, yes. you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so I just wanted to ask before we go into our experiences about faith and what God has done for us, can you tell us a bit about your experiences with God and your faith journey? I'll start with Lynette. Yeah, sure. So my experience with faith, I think it's been quite an interesting journey since I was I was practically born into a Christian home. So I mean, I think I've had an interesting journey in the sense that it began by my faith was purely anchored on sort of the relationships in my life, uh, my parents and, and just their, their drive, you know, how growing up in an African home, your parents always put the fear of God into you in one way or another. So my walk with God has gen- generally began in that way. And it wasn't really till I was a bit older and I, and I decided to, to pursue it for myself that it, it really took shape and, and, and I can I could really begin to call it a walk. I think what I had before was <laughs> a semblance of a walk or something. Ever since I made that personal adult uh, decision, I think it's, it's been quite an experience in itself. It's, it's always a roller coaster. It's, it's, I think I would, that's, the, that's the best way for me to describe it. It's just a, an exhilarating um, emotional roller coaster, but it's also a, like a, one of those cliff edge dramas and you just never know what's coming but you just always know that it's it's going to work out well for you Mm -hmm. um so it's always got a beautiful a beautiful ending and I think um it's it's, there's a lot of lessons in the journey as well Uh um and yeah I guess just falling in love with God wow wow okay um Rafaro do you want to tell us about your your experience yeah, um, I think for me, a little similar with Lynette, um, in the sense that I also like grew up in a like a Christian home. So um, mm-hmm. like, for me, I got to know more about God, because my, my mom would always take us to church, me and my little sister. And like, we, um, you know, so going to church like that, more about God and just reading the Bible, like she would make us read the Bible. So I guess my, my knowing God was through her. But then in the same way, like, um, I feel like my, yeah, like as a child, like, you know, you don't really like in a sense, you believe God exists, but like, you know, you just, you don't really have like through your parents that you like know God or through like going to church. So whereas like, um, so I think about the age of like 16, 17, that's when I, I, I got to a point where I was like, okay, like my faith really is like based off of all these people. Like I don't really have that personal relationship with God. And I always wanted to have that, but I never seemed to like have that for myself. So I just kind of distanced myself a little bit from God, stopped going to church. I was kind of like going to church here and there, but not like fully committed. Um, but it's only until like 2017 where I really got to be like, okay, I want to really get to know God like f- personally. Cause like, 
you know, just reading through the, the Bible, like, you know, um, and just other people, like they had that personal relationship with God, but I didn't have that. So I was like, okay, I need to have that for myself. So in 2017, that's when I really got to, like, I just kind of like reset. I was like, okay, I need to get to know who God is, you know, how can I have that personal like relationship where I can be like, personally, I know God, like I have experienced God. So 2017 was really like a turning point, um, like, you know, studying the Bible, um, like one-to-one with a group of, um, you know, um, sisters. Like I really got to just, yeah, just kind of know like what it really means to, you know, what it really means to have a relationship with God. And so from there, that's when, yeah, I really, since then, like I feel like every year of my life has just been like me getting to know God more and deeper through like everyday experiences really. And so, yeah, I feel that personal relationship with God was before it was just based off of like other people telling me about God and not and me not really experiencing that for myself so it's been good <laughs> it's definitely good and I like Lynette said it's like it's a roller coaster because I don't know I feel like um, sometimes people think that once Christianity is like um it should all be like smooth sailing like perfect life like happy go lucky type of thing but it's like no it's a relationship and you know like there's there's um in a relationship like you go through the ups and downs but like it's mostly like but the no matter what you go through it's still a good relationship like it's still the best relationship to be in so yeah if that makes sense okay okay that that leads me to my next question but before I go there I just want to bring in um obviously one of our uh, I would say themed um scriptures from Hebrews 11 um and it's verse one and it says that now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So when we think about that, as you've both said, the walk of faith is not very easy. Is walking by faith difficult as a Christian today? I don't know whether Lynette wants to start or whether you want to start, Rafaro. Um, I'm happy to start. I think... Um... Yeah, I love that scripture. Um, I think it's 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 just a, a perfect description of really and truly, I guess, I, the creator himself, it's his definition. Um, it is indeed like having this belief in something that you can't see. And it's it's um, and faith is a very inverted concept as well, um, because as humans, you know, we always believe when we see stuff or when we can feel something or when we have fact or evidence. You have to go against your natural ways of thinking, although in retrospect, we all have faith, but we do not seem to realize it in the sense that we all wake up and we make plans. You know, people have plans for post-COVID. They can't wait to go on holiday and, you know, they can wait to see loved ones and take flights and all these things. And that in itself is faith because they seem to believe that they will be alive to, to, to witness those things or they seem to believe that that day they will be able to do all those things. And so in a sense, we all have faith. Okay. But for some reason, when it comes to having faith in in the big things, we struggle. Um, We struggle. And I think um, faith is very linked to our trust in God. And because when we lack trust in God, that's when our faith shakes, you know, and we're like, ooh, I don't know if it's going to happen. And that's what makes the journey hard, actually. 
However, if if we invest in our relationships with God and, and, and get to a place where we wholesomely trust him, then our faith journeys actually become easier because you know that no matter what the clouds look like today, God's got this. Like he knew this would happen. He's in control. Life may seem tremulous right now, but actually God's still in control. Um, so I think faith is very much linked to where your focus is. And depending on where your focus is, um, your journey can either be hard or it can be easy, you know, and it reminds me of that uh, scripture in the Bible about um, Peter and when he looked away from Jesus, you know, when he called him onto the waters off the boat. Uh -huh. um, and yeah. I believe it's in Luke and um, and he, he, he was walking. He was fine. It was indeed still like a very crazy situation because the waves were crashing and there was a storm. But you know, because he, he began to take his focus off Jesus, then he began to sink, right? So we can sink into our ch our challenges when we take our, our focus off God. And so I think that is the challenge to re to keep our focus on God because obviously we live in a, in a world full of distractions and those distractions are what weaken our faith, you know, and they're what makes the journey harder. So I think that's what I would say to that question. Okay, okay. I would definitely like to come back to that when you say that um, the distractions weaken us and that causes us to like go down like in our, in our faith. I, w I definitely want to come back to that. Bufaro, do you want to bring, um, you know, some thought to that? Yeah, no, um, definitely. I like what she said. Um, yeah, I think like, you know, um, faith is definitely it is it can be hard as christians to like have you know faith in the sense that like um just touching on what lynette said like yeah we live in this world and like in this world there's a lot of people who don't believe in god and on top of that like there's just you know life experiences that we go through you know we go through pain loss things like that and i think at times in our like walk with god we can easily like lose faith because we lose sight of like god and we start to focus on like you know our problems like you know what's going wrong we start to like you know kind of have like that worldly focus like everyone else and so I definitely think that it can be challenging in those moments to still like hold on to like what God says in his word or you know have faith in God you know it can be and especially like trusting God is harder in those moments um like I can just think of like if personally in my own life there's been it's been the moments where I've like had the lowest points in life that's when I've like it's been more challenging to like still have faith in God or still you know trust God and be like okay it's gonna be all right no matter what's going on so I definitely think that yeah because we live in this world and there's so much going on we can easily lose like focus and lose faith right so just going back to um that point regarding how the distractions can you know make us or put us in that state where it, it, it just pulls us down. Um, Lynette, could you just explain a bit more, like bring it out a bit more, how distractions can really pull, you know, like a believer down or let's say someone who is new to the faith, how it can weigh them down and how do they overcome that? It's quite hard to think of something at, on top of the spot at the moment. However, um, so distractions, obviously, here's the thing. 
God is the source of our faith, right? And in the scriptures, in Romans, it says faith comes from hearing the message. So if you're not constantly feeding yourself on the message, which is what gives faith, Mm -hmm. then your faith is going to constantly weaken. And obviously, if you're not feeding yourself on the message, then obviously you're obviously spending your time doing something different. So whether that's building your career or um, whatever it is that distracts everyone, everyone's got some sort of idol that they put above God, that they prioritize above building that relationship with God because um, you have to work at it just like every other relationship in your life. You have to work at your relationship with God and, and feed it, you know? Um, and so when we're not feeding on the scripture or when we don't prioritize that relationship and we put other things above it, whether it's a career or money or family or you name it, um, then our faith begins to weaken, right? So our distractions actually come in very many different forms and they're not always bad things, right? But they can all, they can be good things that become unhealthy. We are not prepared to, 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 to weather it because our faith is weak anyway. We've not been feeding or growing that muscle because faith is a muscle. And just like you go to the gym and work your muscles, you have to work the faith muscle. And so... Um, if you're weak when these challenges come, A, you're too afraid to pray to God because you feel like, am I using him? Because in this situation, I haven't even been going to him. And then B, you're, um, you don't even believe he can do it for you because you somehow think, apply human human um, relations to him. For example, we always, because obviously if you don't do something nice to someone in the, in um then you assume that they won't treat you well either. However, God doesn't function like humans do. You know, he's got an unconditional love and an everlasting love. But then you begin to doubt yourself. And before you know it, um, you don't even go to him in your challenge. And you, you start to try and fight it on your own. And because it's obviously going to consume you and destroy you, um, then you end up in a space where you're sort of defeated or struggling And so I think distractions manifest in that way. They don't always, it's not like your faith is going great and then they come in in the end. It's more like um, they distract you for a while, your faith weakens, and then that's what takes you out. It's not like it's it's an immediate situation. That's what I would say um, when it comes to distractions. That's the devil is invested in getting us to focus on everything else but our walks with God. And that's what weakens our faith they will always take you out. So I guess it begins the journeying within yourself and and recognizing what are the things that are keeping me from building my walk with God or or, or building my relationship with God and saying, okay, here are my things. Okay, I need to make a plan to always be aware of these things and be mindful when I'm spending too much time on them and less time on the word of God or less time in my walk with God. And then that's how you fight distractions. But I think it's also accepting that you will get distracted because the devil is pretty smart and he does know us more than we know ourselves. So it's, it's, it's being okay and not bidding yourself up for getting distracted and always knowing that you can go back to God, you know, like he is a loving and graceful and gracious God. And it's, you know, it's in, it's in your interest to go back to him rather than be afraid to return to him. And he does want us to go to him um, and receive us with open arms, just like he did 
with the prodigal son that was distracted with you know worldly pleasures and he left his father's home but yeah. you know in that in that uh, parable god is the father and he still received his son with with great love and so i think actually the parable of the prodigal son is the perfect um story of how worldly distractions can just steal our faith and put us on the wrong path mm-hmm. okay um Rosario, can you just um tell us a bit more i know thank you so much Annette, for how you you know you've broken that down so much that it's like it's so easy to understand i mean if i, I if i was new to the faith i would be like yes i think i can actually i can actually do this um, knowing that there are certain challenges that will be on the way, but knowing that if I keep my focus on Jesus, he will bring me through. Um, Rafara, can you please just tell us a bit more about how you overcame your personal challenges? What what tools did you use to be able to um, overcome those challenges? Yeah, no, um, I think like personally um, for me, um, kind of, touching on what Annette said like obviously in life like there's so many things that we can get caught up with um you know like for example career you know university things that we can prioritize over God and even just like certain relationships or yeah and so I think for me personally like um wow thinking off the top of my head like um I think one of my challenges because I'm someone that can easily like like I have a you know I've had like I have like a plan like you know I'm like okay this is what I want to do for my life like career-wise you know things like that and yeah someone yeah. that I like to be in control and I like to like um you know have like my plan and like I want to accomplish this in life and so in that I can easily kind of put aside my relationship with God because other things take priority and so for me I think Jesus is a great example in the sense that like he lived because we're we're human you know like we're not like god in the sense like you know we're trying to be perfect like god is but we're not god and so like because we're human like we live on earth so we all have the same like distractions pretty much the same like things going on in the world and i think like with jesus he lived on this earth and he didn't let like the worldly desires like distract him off of his relationship with God like he still made sure that in everything he was doing he was always like pleasing God and I think he's a great example in the sense of like not getting caught up with the things of this world because there's so many like scriptures especially in Peter that talk about how we are strangers in this world you know like and we should be like set apart and so not to say like you can't like you know pursue a career you can't like you know do everyday things but it's just like in all of that like is God your priority and whatever you're doing is it like building God's you know vision is it like you know something that God will be pleased with or is this something that you're just building your own like you know I guess your own plan and your own life if that makes sense like so I think um for me it's just always like um in everything that I'm doing in terms of building up my own life I need to check like okay is God still my priority or is like other things become my priority um so yeah I think it's just the the way to combat that is just to always check like what I'm doing you know am I trying to like be in control and be my own God in a sense in my life or am I allowing God to be the one that has overall say and control in my life and so I guess going back to I think Lynette mentioned this like you know yeah it's like you have to staying in the word of God because at the end of the day that has all the you know it's like the manual for like how to successfully do that like how not to have this 
distracted, you know, and I think it's beautiful. Like in Joshua one verse nine, where it talks about meditating in God's word day and night, like that's the way that you can constantly check that you're not being distracted by like everyday things or just checking what are those things that distract you because Mm -hmm. otherwise you're not going to be aware and you're not going to be able to like stay focused on God. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. That is amazing. That is so amazing. Um, just before we go, I, I just wanted to know it, what ad, ad, advice or what message would you like to say to those who are listening, to those who haven't decided about giving their life to Jesus or, or decided about having a relationship with God? What would you say to them right now to, to bring their hearts, their minds closer to God? Uh, I think I'll let Rufara go first on this one. Yeah, um, thank you. Um, I think personally, I would say like, you know, because a lot of people out there, they don't really give God a chance. They, you know, especially up in like, um, I guess, a Christian background, like they, they're just kind of, they don't really consider it. Like it's more of like, oh, they get taught about it in school and that's it. So I would say to them, like, like to actually like study the Bible like not just read it because a lot of people just read the Bible, but like to actually like study the Bible and, um, you know, especially if they can get into like a one-to-one Bible study, just to really get to know like what is the Bible all about, you know, and just so they get to know who God is. Um, and like, so I would advise people like, obviously the Bible is such a broad book. So personally, I would say like to start in the gospels, preferably John, because the way that John writes about Jesus is from like a, he really shows the heart of Jesus. You study the Bible, you know, get to see the character, the heart of God, who Jesus was, like, you know, what he was about. Because then that way you get to know, you know, who God really is and you get to, like, connect to God. Because um, that's the and then in studying the Bible, that's the only way you can also apply it. Because then with the word, with the Bible, like, you can't just study and read it and then be like, okay, that's cool, leave it there. Like, you've got to apply what it says. Because then that's how you yeah. get to, See it transform your life you know so yeah, I advise people to ask questions like you know about what what is what does it mean to be a Christian because yeah I feel like uh, yeah that's I would say that's the best way to like for people who are new to it or want to make that decision to become a Christian but they don't know like okay how or yeah okay. yeah um just to add, really, Rufaro has just literally beautifully really said everything. Um, all I would say, you know, to that person out there that's hesitant or, you know, you, you also make people that have tried and been burned and have had all kinds of experiences. I think, you know, the most powerful thing Rufaro said was, you know, Joshua, you know, one meditating on the word, unless you read the Bible for yourself, you know, it's impossible to know who God is. And, and to, so it's, it's, I think as humanity, we can be lazy and we like to be fed <laughs> God for yourself. You've got to put that effort and, and dig into the scriptures. And, and I love her guidance, Rufara's guidance on how to start that journey and where to start. And, you know, um, there is so much healing and there's so much love. You know, I've not seen um, love unify people the way it does Um 
yeah. with people that are applying the word of God. Um, love is the absolute answer to, to the all the problems in our world, but the reason it doesn't work is because it's the love we're applying to one another is not the love of God, you know, and the love of God can only be found in his scriptures. And yeah. so um, I would say definitely seek out people, godly people that are, are doing what you're doing, because when you think about it, if you want to be an Olympian, you're going to try and find Olympians so they can teach you how to be an Olympian. And so in the same way, if if I was just actually when I was starting out on my journey, um, I, that is exactly what I did. I sought out people that I knew could I could watch and observe and learn from but, and also who could help me um, build that muscle to help me dig into the scriptures on my own. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, that's what I would say. That's my advice as well. That's great. What I was going to ask, if someone, you know, who is listening to uh, this podcast would like to, you know, join that group, where would they, they go? Do you have like a website or, or, or something that they could possibly, you know, Google or go on online to find you to actually join the groups that you have? Uh, yes, we do. So we're, we're a part of the Birmingham International Christian Church. Okay. And our our faith discussions are on Meetup, uh, which is a great platform. I, I'm not sure if you're aware of it, but it's just got all kinds of different meetings. And um, you can find us on Meetup under the Birmingham International Christian Church. You can find us on Instagram and on Facebook. And you can also see like past events and what people have shared and um, and you also find contact details um, in terms of um, phone numbers of how you can fully engage. So, yeah, if if you want to join, please join. Like we we'd love to have you. At the moment, all our sessions are virtual, obviously because of COVID. But um, we do look forward to having those physical sessions someday soon. And um, but the virtual sessions are just as interactive, and we would love to have you. So please check us out on Meetup again. Birmingham International Christian Church um, on Instagram, Facebook, and Meetup. Well, thank you so much. Thank you both for coming on to Breathe In today. I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed your company. And I know many of our <laughs> many of our listeners have also enjoyed listening to obviously your experiences and listening to just both of you sharing about faith um i would love for you both to actually come back on um to discuss other topics in future i'm sure we're going to have a, a lovely time but thank you so much for coming on and um i, I hope you both enjoyed yourself thank you so much for having us <laughs> absolutely loved it thank you for having us Thank you for listening to Breathe In today. If you have been touched by the message and you would like to give your life to Jesus, then please repeat this prayer after me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for loving me to save me. Forgive me, Lord Jesus, for all the wrong that I have done. I ask you to come into my heart and my life right now. Make me a new person. 
and help me to live like you each day. In Jesus' precious name, Amen. Congratulations! Welcome into the family of God. If you would like to receive material to help you on your walk with Jesus, then please contact us on info at allangelj1.com. So that's info at allangelj1.com. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed day and join us on the next episode.